This is the Outdoor Family Podcast. Welcome to the Outdoor Family Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Slaughter, and this is an Ike's Flame Devotional Series. So, how you doing, Ike? Good, Mitch. Good. Doing real well. How are you? I am doing pretty well. Besides having cold all this, well, all last week. And so, oh, yeah. So, you guys, because all of you guys had that. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if I sound a little nasally or whatever, I apologize. But um, okay. yeah, we the whole whole clan had it. Kelsey brought it home to us um, the follow <laughs> the weekend before, and yeah, we've been pretty miserable around here. I'll be on, straight up honest with you. So mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah. so, sound a little nasally, but I don't think you can tell a whole lot. Well, that's, that's good. So. Um, you might be able to tell a little, so I think you're sounding pretty good. So yeah, you didn't want to like Sunday was probably the last bad day of it, but like whatever the three days prior to that, like me, Kelsey, and Chloe all were like just snotty, sore throats. Like yeah. it was just like we we're a bunch of sick quarantine people. I guess I don't know, but so fun. Yeah, it was it was miserable. Yeah, so. I do. I did talk to you on Sunday, and you did sound. You sound much better than you did on Sunday. I will say that. And I think I was getting better on Sunday. I think like yeah. Saturday, Friday, and Saturday were pro- last Friday and Saturday were by far the worst. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you guys are starting to on the mend. It sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, I, well, that's actually interesting. I'm hoping to be more on the mend because I'm actually going to run on a 5K on this Saturday. So, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I was so pumped about, you know, cause I've been, it's probably been a month I've been running here mm-hmm. and, um, and I've been pretty, I've been doing a really good job at, you know, making sure I run every day that I plan to run and, you know, doing all that. And then now I've gotten sick. Mm-hmm. I miss, I typically run like three days a week. So I missed last Friday. I didn't run cause I was feeling so bad. Mm-hmm. And then I, yeah. I didn't do Monday, but I did today instead Tuesday. So yeah. Yeah, but I'm just kind of be bummed because I'm like I'm probably not gonna run as good as I would hoping to or yeah. see how good I could run. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. So. And you're gonna run that with our dad and maybe even our cousin and I here. Yeah, that's that's the plan, or at least the word on the street. So. All right. Um, I was actually talking to dad earlier today, and that's what he mentioned. Oh so. yeah, yeah, and they'll probably both beat me. So. <laughs> um, I would guess your cousin definitely will. Yeah, she's pretty fast. Uh, Dad was telling me like some of her better times because she's in yeah. high school and she runs she's cross country. She runs track and cross country, right? Yeah, I believe so. And um, she's got some pretty good times. I thought she was like mid mid twenty two, mid twenty two for a five k. So that's um, pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty solid. So um, I mean, she's only like a sophomore, I think. So yeah she'll be yeah i think she'll be a junior this next year yeah she'll be a junior so yeah that's not bad so okay well opening question and remarks this is i stole this idea from another podcast that i listen to regularly and they um they ask each other at the end of their podcast this question um, but we're going to answer at the beginning today um is what is like one piece of media or content that you have consumed like in the last Two, we'll call it, say two weeks, Isaac. Um, that you found interesting or whatever you you just thoroughly enjoyed or whatever. So, yeah. Um, 
when you first asked me this, I, I wasn't sure. Um, I don't have like a TV or anything, so <laughs> I don't watch much. Um, so I, I just had to think of something. But um, I do have a um, podcast that I've been listening to fairly regularly. Um, it's and I, you guys might have heard me mention these guys before, but the um, Bible Project podcast. Um, they do a lot of different things, but they they have a weekly podcast that comes out. Um, and I've just really enjoyed um, on their main show. They're doing a um, kind of a deep dive into the um, culture, cultural ideas behind um, the Genesis one and two. So behind creation. Um, so it's, it's been super interesting. So like even just looking at like other cultures, like a Babylonian or Egyptian or um, Mesopotamian, like other cultures, like creation stories and um, just kind of comparing those to our biblical creation stories. So that's been, that's been really neat as well. Um, so, yeah. So I, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Um, they, those come out every Monday. So I actually just listened to, the fourth episode of that series yesterday. So, oh, I might have to check that one out. I like. Well, I don't need to listen to another podcast, but um, <laughs> yeah, that sounds interesting. So yeah, that'd be my answer. I might still have to check that out instead of listening to a silly body. So it's it, you're saying they're just comparing all the creation stories from different cultures basically yeah it's part of what they do and then they're also just kind of take a little bit deeper dive um into um the like biblical creation story and um with the idea in mind of hey these are what some of these different cultures are like cultural creation stories were like um during that time frame and you can see some comparisons and you can see some contrast and um, different things of that nature. So, I, I mean, the basis behind it is just seeing the cre- our, our biblical creation story and its cultural context and how it was written and um, their thinking of the day and all that stuff. Cause that was a whole lot different than it is now. So, mm-hmm. and like one big thing they talk about is like the cosmos, like our concept of the cosmos is like, when I say cosmos, I mean like galaxies and stars and suns and planets and all that stuff. Like we know all that stuff. Like their their concept of the cosmos back then was more of like a flat earth with a dome over it. Um, and so just understanding creation within that, um, I, the, that those different cultural ideas. Mm, yeah. I mean, that's, that's a big difference when you... It, Mm-hmm. you don't have well, all the other information to back it up or whatever yeah. so so anyways i kind of rambled but yeah so i really enjoyed that so yeah that sounds it sounds actually super interesting so yeah so i guess i need to answer this question what is some yeah. media um i actually i'm gonna go with and i i haven't consumed all of it but um for our youth group, we have been um, doing a uh, a study on Esther, uh, and I've read through Esther a couple of times. My wife actually thoroughly loves Esther. Kelsey, I guess her favorite book in the Bible. Um, 
And so, like, I've heard plenty of Esther information, <laughs> but this, we're, uh, Right Now Media, if you know or don't know it, it's a online, like, video um, program, I guess. I don't know what you want to call it. It's similar to, like, YouTube, but it's a Christian. Li- a li- basically a library for video Bible studies. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you have to pay and stuff and things like that. Um, but, um... So we're doing this one on Esther, and it's put on by a lady. I can't think of her name right offhand, but she's from Ozark Christian. Is it at the University out of? Yeah, Ozark Christian College. Yes, um, there. It's one of like it's one of their Bible study series, and mm-hmm. it's um it is really interesting. And she does a what's really interesting about it. I think is she really breaks down like the history like that what's going on historically during the time and gives yeah. you like these contexts that are outside of scripture that mm-hmm. you don't know i guess and kind of yeah. puts it all together like so like uh, it kind of explains why certain things are happening when in different things and um mm-hmm. and then some like the weird things that are kind of unorthodox for the time and different things like that yeah. it was really yeah. interesting um, and I guess we're halfway, we're halfway through, I think. Um, yeah. it's just the different, I don't know, getting a different and deeper understanding of, of that story, Esther. Mm. Oh, fun fact about Esther. I uh, would see if you know, I don't know how I answer this, ask this question. How many, okay, here's the question. How many times is God referred to in the book of Esther, Isaac? I want to say it's like. One or zero? The correct answer is zero. Okay. It's very interesting. She goes into a deep dive of how, whatever, a book can never never mention God, but still honor God. That's like on her first episode. But it was just like, what? Like, um, it's kind of wild. So. Yeah. I thought, I, I was thinking, because I always, when you, you ask like, like two books, because the other book that, I think it's James. Okay. Only mentions Jesus like once mm-hmm. or twice. And so, um, or maybe, I don't know. It's once or twice, I think. Um, so Esther and James always come to mind when I, somebody asks me that question. Okay. So. Well, it's interesting. She actually points out a bunch of different other books that um, have, uh, not other books, not Bible books. These are just, I don't know, literature books that you might have read mm-hmm. in high school. And the one I thought was really interesting that never refers to a certain word, but talks you. You always understand what it is. Is the uh, book of the Scarlet Le- Scarlet Letter, or whatever? Yeah. And adultery is never mentioned in the book. Hmm. It's interesting. I'm, I've never read that book, so. Oh, I had to read it for high school. I think so. I didn't. So. Uh, well, lucky you. It's whatever. But I just thought it was interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. I know there's a lot of a lot of high school kids do i don't know why i didn't know but you know you read it at least sometimes sometime in high school or college yeah so So, yeah it was it's just interesting how that there's like reference to things like that but they never you never the authors Mm -hmm. they never use it but yeah yep well we better we've been chatting for a while uh already so you better get into what we're gonna talk about tonight um yeah so yeah let's pray and then we'll dive in here so well, Father, thank you for um, this, this time together to chit-chat um, and to uh, also just dive into your word, dive into what 
what you guys what you have for us what um what you desire for us um and how you um um how you what you called us to um and uh what you laid on our hearts and so um god as we dive into that tonight i just pray that you would um, lead us and direct us and lead and direct our listeners in this as well as we um we dive into this so teach us well tonight um and we pray all this in jesus name amen amen uh so so yeah tonight um is actually going to be so here in june um we're going to do so we do usually we're going to do we do like two um devotional things a month so here in june we're going to do a um, part one and a part two um so they'll be connected um and so if you want to get the rest of this go listen to part two when it comes out um but so what we're going to be talking about is um what if um is kind of the basis this idea um and so i think as we discuss this tonight um and get going here i want to i'll give kind of what credit where credit's due um uh mark uh why um why am i drawing a complete blank right now um I want to say it's Mark Batterson. Does that sound right, Mitch? Uh, I have no clue what you're talking about. So. You have no clue. Um, <laughs> his last name is Batterson. Um, I don't know why his first name is not sounding right to me. Um, but he's wrote a book called What If? Um, and he and we were talking about um, right now media as well. There, He has a um, Devo, Devo video series on there as well based off of the book. Um, so... Uh, I don't know why I can't think of his first name. I know his last name is Batterson. So there you go. Um, you should be able to find that. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he has this idea of like, what if, and, um, this has really got me thinking, um, here. And so to give you guys a little bit of background, um, for like kind of what, why, why, why I picked this, why I chose this, um, I'll just share with you guys is, um, so if you guys don't know, um, Probably a little over a month ago. Yeah, it was a little over a month ago. Um, I graduated um, so with my master's, so I'm done with school. Um, so I was working full-time and doing school part-time. Um, and working on getting married. So a lot going on. Um, now I'm just um, working full-time, 40 hours a week, and um, still working on getting married. Um, that hasn't gone away yet. Um, but... <laughs> At least I don't think it has. Um, so, um, if my fiance is listening to this, or you know her, don't don't get me in too much trouble. Um, but uh, so, as with that said, though, I don't have school going, so I have a little more free time, uh, more time to may, technically may do what I want, have a choice to do what I want, um, and so kind of this kind of really stuck with me. Like, what does my free time look like? Um, what, what, how do I use my free time in a godly manner? How do I, um, X, Y, and Z use my free time to be productive or to be a God honor and things like that. And as I wrestled, wrestled with this, this idea of, um, what if, like, what might God be calling to? What if God was calling me to a certain thing 
then what would it look like to chase after that? And so I think that's really where this premise comes from. I was like, um, why this kind of struck me. I think it's always good to think, how can I be spending my time a little more wisely? What might God be calling me to? Um, and anything of that nature. Um, and so, yeah. Um, so as we get started, do you have any initial thoughts on that as I was kind of explaining that, Mitch? I Well, I will tell you this. I did look it up, and it is um, Mark Batterson that has okay, looked. Good. So, um, yes, uh, so you weren't wrong that that. Um, and I think that it is the what if. I think that's an interesting question, um, and especially depending on where you're at in life and you're answering that question too. Um, mm. But um I think the one thing, like, I just, I think when someone says what if to me or whatever, I think the one thing is I don't want to miss out. Like, that's the only thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily know what I want to, don't want to miss out on, but I don't want to miss out. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, no, no, I, yeah, that totally makes um, sense. I don't know how to say all that right, short and sweet, but yeah. So, yeah. No, that makes sense. And I was going to bring this up later, but you kind of, you referred to a little bit now, and I'll just bring it up. Um, at one point, um, Mark Bashan does talk about that um, in a study done, I don't think it was a study he did, but a study that he found that um, they, I think they interviewed like a hundred, a hundred elderly individuals. Um, there are people that were near the end of their life. Um, and um, the biggest regrets those individuals had um, over 50% of them, um, I think it was probably close to 60, maybe more than that. I'm not hundred percent sure, but, um, was, I know definitely over 50%, um, regretted more the things they didn't do than the things that they did do. Hmm. And so kind of like you talking about Mitch, there is like most of the time we regret the things that, um, over half the time we regret the things more that we didn't actually act on or do or um take advantage of an opportunity or x y or z fill in that blank but instead of the things that we might have done wrong or wish we could have done different that was more of the things we didn't take advantage of yeah i uh, yeah i i think i think i can completely agree with them and i think i'll be honest with chloe being born mm-hmm. there's some things like that i think i'm I'm realizing more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny thing is it's something, some similar thoughts that probably dad, our dad has, uh, spoke to us in life, but, um, it's just interesting how I don't think your perspectives change a little bit. Yeah. And, um, you want to make the most of your, most of your free time, I guess you'd say, or most yeah. of your time in general, even the quote unquote, not free time. You don't want to, I don't know. You don't want to, waste your just your time in general so mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um so yeah so yeah and i just want you guys to start kind of wrapping your brain around this and <laughs> so like we talked a little bit here so you guys might be like hey isaac um you haven't talked about anything biblical yet okay let's talk about something biblical with this um instead of just what if um so a little while back um my pastor, um, in a sermon, he um, he asked, he proposed this question at the end of his sermon to anyone that was there, um, 
and or we proposed this sentence and he asked all of us to um with the idea of asking all of us to fill in the blank um and this um sentence is i feel god calling me to dot 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 um is what is what do you feel god calling you to um and what does like it might be big it might be small um it's kind of that idea of like what's your what if that god has placed on your heart um and so and i think that's always uh maybe a question i don't ask myself enough is what is god calling me to and it's not and i think it's oftentimes when we think of this we think of really big things um like god's calling me to missions god's calling me to adopt a kid my god's calling me to um go on a mission trip or something like that that seems a little bit more substantial um but it it may be god's calling me to be more intentional with my kids god's calling me to um be intentional with my coworker, um and things of that nature um and it may be god's calling me to reconcile a relationship that's been broken um or x y or z i'm just throwing things out there but um it doesn't have to be seeing like these big things and honestly some of these things that may not seem quite as extravaganza or spiritual i guess you might say may be just as hard or even harder um to do um and so i think uh what is god calling you to do um and I, this idea of answering, finishing the sentence of, I feel God calling me to dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah. You have any thoughts on that, Mitch? Um, yeah, I think it's just a good point. There's, um, the big, because we do all go to the big, the big question. I think especially like this is graduation season and everybody wants Mm -hmm. to know like, what are you going to do with your life? You know, we ask these grad high school graduates, college graduates and stuff. And I don't, I, some days I don't know they necessarily have to have the answer, but, um, it is interesting. And we're all, we're, Mm -hmm. I like, we're always trying, we're always asking this question, maybe not as this in our face like this, like you're proposing it right now. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And you may even be able to ask the question of, what is God call? I feel God, or say this. I feel God calling me to do this in my job. Dot dot dot. Um, so you could even specify this down to more of a specific role. Or I feel God calling me to do dot 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 in my family. Um, and like, so I think that's another way to look at it. Is like to me, like to come up with some of these smaller things. Is like, what do we feel God calling you to us to? in specific areas of life um as well so yeah because i think that's where i know i missed the mark at times of not being intentional with whether it's family whether it's what the specific things i'm doing at work or um not that I'm not working hard or trying to be intentional, but I think if sometimes if I stopped and thought, okay, what would God desire in this situation? Um, instead of just doing it out of a programmed sense of what I do in my life, um, 
I may get a better sense of, oh, this is what I should be doing with my family. Or this is what I should be doing in my job um, and how to do that better um, and stop and pausing and like, okay, where is God at in the midst of my job or family or school or um, friend group or anything of that nature? So, yeah. Yeah. You're making me so, think right now, like, sorry. No, you're good. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of where um, this idea of, like, what is God calling you to? And that's where I want to land tonight is um, what is that thing that God might be calling you? What's that what if in your life? It may be big. I, I don't I don't want to sit here and say it can't be big because <laughs> God does all kinds of stuff. It may be big, um, but it may not be. It may be simple. Um, it may be God's calling me to read my Bible a little more than I am right now. Um, and, um, or just being more intentional with prayer or X, Y, or Z. Um, so, um, anywhere across the spectrum. And I think, um, I want to, so I want to transition here a little bit to reading a passage of scripture, um, kind of end our time here. And I'll, I'll let you, um, before we get to that passage of scripture, Mitch, do you have any thoughts on, what kind of a little bit of what I've said there? Yeah, I guess my maybe question to you, like, mm-hmm. um, maybe you're going to answer this in next week, but uh, I'm going to ask it at least now, and you can tell me. Yeah. Now. But if like an individual, like you, I mean, I think God's calling us all to a what if, you know, yeah, um, scenario, and and like you said, sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small. But do you have any? Um, tips or tricks or thoughts of maybe how um, for an individual to organize those thoughts or to mm. maybe because they're like, man, I feel like I need to do something, but I'm not quite sure what it is that what if mm. is or like, um, or whatever that is. Or I, I feel kind of called this direction, but I don't know exactly, you know, I don't know the spot within the spot type idea. You know what I'm trying to yeah. see, you see what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, is there any, like, I don't know if you journaling or different things like that, that you would recommend or a way to, for someone to organize their thoughts mm. to figure that out a little better? Yeah, no, I think that's a great question. Um, I think my initial is, so I got two, kind of two or three different things here. So one, I think journaling can be really good. Um, I like that you mentioned that for the fact that I think sometimes with journaling, we can look back and um, whether it's just journaling our thoughts or even journaling prayers, um, we can look back and see the things that we've thought about a month ago or prayed about a month ago. And we may see correlations through that. Um, and it just helps get the, get things off of our brain at times as well to just process better. Um, so yeah, I think journaling can be a great one. Um, I think the second thing here is, um, both, uh, prayer and scripture. Um, cause one is we need to be praying about it cause God will lead us in a certain direction. Um, but to know where God's leading us, we also need to be praying, um, to know that, um, and to know that. And secondly, with scripture is, um, God's also not going to call to us to do something that is outside the realm of scripture. Um, and so with that said, um, I don't think God's going to call me to steal money from someone to go help the poor. 
You're not um, going to be a Robin Hood? Yeah, we're not going to be Robin Hood. I don't necessarily think Robin Hood is technically biblical. Um, but this idea of like, we God, when God calls us to do something, we're also not going to be going with out, outside the lines of Scripture. Um, is that making sense, Mitch? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, um, and then I think lastly, and um, is just in kind of a couple of questions. I, I I sometimes think of as like when you think of like what what is that what if or what do I want to do? It's like what are you passionate about? Um, maybe what what gets you up in the morning and gets you motivated? Um, maybe what keeps you up at night because you're excited because you're thinking about it. Um, and maybe just even some types of questions like that of like, what are those things? Um, and, uh, I think it's not a mistake that God's given us gifts and things we desire to, um, be good at or things we enjoy. I don't think God's, and I think God has intentionally placed that in each of us, um, to use that for his glory. And so just even asking those questions may help guide us um with in the context of scripture and prayer um and all those things guide us in what direction um god might be calling us as well i I really like that last thought i think god does capitalize on your your desires or whatever your Mm -hmm. um loves yeah 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 what i read something the other day um i'm not trying to insult anyone i'm included in this but it was said, um, usually humans are really bad at most things and only really, only really good at a few things. Um, and it's like this idea that we're all wired to probably be really good at a few things, but most things we're not going to be very good at. Um, and so like, what are those few things that you're really good at, um, that God's gifted you with? Um, and, um, yeah, that idea. So, um, it just made me chuckle because... Sometimes we think we're better at more things than we think we are, um, or than we actually are. So, anyway, so yeah, does that answer your question, Mitch? No, yeah, I think it's a good starting point for someone. Yeah, to start organizing and trying to figure it out and um, mm-hmm. and everything. And, yeah, and I I think uh, too, like you you alluded to the small things throughout it. I think a lot of times the small things get, I guess. If you can, the small things can get the big things rolling. Does that make sense? Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of like a snow, snowball effect. There's a little bit of snowball effect. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, yeah. Well, I think the other thing is sometimes the small things can help us figure out the big things. Yeah. Um, as well as maybe a small thing for you is, hey, let's read more scripture or pray, but pray, be more intentional in my prayer life. Those things might, that those things will help you. Like oh this are, this is the big thing, um, and these are the big things um, that God might be calling me to. Right. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think sometimes that like that op- like you're saying it opens up doors though. Like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know how to explain it per se, but like when you get those those other things in order, small mm-hmm. things in order, such as like a better prayer life, a better yeah. scripture life. Maybe just be yeah. or, more organized as a human being. Um, <laughs> I'm guilty uh, of that, and uh, you know that just things like that can open up doors that 
otherwise you kept you almost like you you get in your own way i at least i get in my own way sometimes so, yeah 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 yep we can be our own worst enemy at times and trying to do what god calls us to yeah so yeah so yeah i think that's that's a great question mitch like how do you start organizing thinking about this um and um yeah that's great um, and one thing along with that, I might encourage you guys to do, and we'll probably talk about this more, um, next time in a little more detail, but, um, don't be afraid just to try something as well. Um, maybe part of figuring out, um, what God's called you to is failing at something else or just trying something and say, Oh, I don't like that. Or oh, I'm really bad at that. Um, cause we can always learn from things. Um, failure isn't the end. It's just a part of the process um when we mess something up or not do something right so be willing to be like oh i think god might be calling me to um do x y or z and if i don't do it right or it doesn't work very well well let's i learned that i'm not good at that and i might learn that there's a different way that i function better to do what god's calling me to do and so you be willing to kind of put yourself out there and at least just try something um because I think the number one way that Satan keeps us from doing what ifs and chasing after God is um, stagnancy. Um, I think that's a word, but uh, being stagnant. Stagnant, um, yeah. And, I'm like, ah. And moving. <laughs> Sounded good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Would you agree with that, maybe, Mitch? No, I totally agree with that, actually. All pretty much everything you said there. Um, oh, I had it. You had made. You, the stagnancy got my brain off thought. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, is is like the because you said just trying stuff and uh, when you try things, you learn. You learn. You I think you you learned and you kind of left it there. Like things you can't, you're not good at per se. But like think about it, like those are all the way. Like if you do something and fail, like those are you learned all the ways something doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is it Thomas Edison with the light bulb. Yeah, that's exactly like that. what he. Some along the lines of, I I found out three thousand different ways not to make a light bulb or something. Right. So, I mean, that's it. That's information. That's good information to have because mm-hmm. it may not be necessarily for you to do because you're not going to make that same mistake. But you may yeah. be able to help someone else not make that same mistake without doing it you know what i'm trying to say exactly or yeah whatever so yeah i don't know i think there's there's value in it yeah there's value there's value in failure if that makes yeah. sense so yeah and actually today it's funny that you say that because actually today i was having a conversation with a co-worker um about some of the ministry stuff we do and um she was actually um in my exact position a few years before me um and i was just asking her about like different things she did when she was in my position like so and one of the questions i asked her is like what did you do that you did not work? Um, and you would recommend me not even trying. Um, and I mean, one is to save myself a little bit of time and energy and, um, but also just be able to be, maybe avoid the things that are just bad ideas to start with and within the context we're doing ministry. Um, and so like this idea of like learning from somebody else who, who tried things and it didn't work um, and taking that wisdom. So, no, that's 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 super valuable. I think that's why have, a lot of people have podcasts, like not just Christian podcasts, but just 
I mean, deer hunting podcast or whatever you want to listen to. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's just so many things out there with learning and listening yeah. to someone else talk about their failures and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, let's wrap up. Um, and I want to wrap up by reading a scripture here. Um, kind of end with this and end with this idea of, um, what if, and what if God is calling me to something and I'm starting to act on it. And, um, this really scripture really just speaks to why we should act on it. Um, and the aspect of we shouldn't be scared to act on it. And so this may be a passage some of you guys are familiar with. Um, it's Romans eight. Um, and we're going to be starting in verse 31. Um, and I'm going to read through verse 39. So I'll read this for you guys. So, it says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? It is God who justifies. Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died. More than that, who is raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or the sword? As it is written, for we, for your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. Now in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else, all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Um, and that is Romans eight thirty one to 39. Um, as I read that, Mitch, and also you think back on what we've talked about today, um, what's your kind of reaction to that scripture? Well, actually, it made me think of a, a little bit of Philippians, but um, I think I think one thing that it was interesting that kind of thought that came to mind was um, the idea that like if our heart is aligned with God, mm-hmm. and when we ask that what if, and then we dive into that what if, and our heart is truly in line with God. You, then all all the things will work you know work out um Mm -hmm. because it's god's plan it's not you know not mitch's plan or isaac's plan or whoever's plan um and actually it's funny i think it's the one it's the one of my opinion one of the script pieces of scripture that gets messed up like all the time Mm -hmm. and it's the philippians 413 i can do all things Mm -hmm. through through him who gives me strength yeah and if you read the past that like everybody uses it for like like sporting events and da 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 those type of things but it's really if you read the the passage that it's connected to right above it it's talking about like he's gonna give me the strength and all these things that he's called me to do um Mm -hmm. and different things and i think that's that's where that's where it really he gives you the strength in or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah, I think totally. And I think, um, the second half of verse 31 in here is, 
says, if God is for us, who can be against us? And that's what I can kind of leave you guys with is like, God's for us. Um, and God is the God's for us who can be against us. Um, this idea that God's in control. God's God is all powerful. God is um, the sustainer of life and everything that um, the reason we exist is because of God um, and his creating and um, all that. And so I think this idea of like, we have the maker, the, creator the um most powerful being that exists to that's behind us and loves us and cares for us and is with us and um when we act on what ifs um he's with us um when it's something he's called us to do and so i just want to leave you guys with that um it may not always be easy but he's always with us and that um and I, I I firmly believe if he's calling to calling you to something, um, he's calling you there for a reason, um, and that uh, he'll he'll get you through and he'll um, be present in that, um, and that either a that's where you're supposed to be, um, and that you're going to have a huge impact in whatever you're doing, or two. Um, he has called you there for a season so you can learn something. Um, and maybe there's probably some other options in there, but, uh, God is with us and all these what ifs, um, and all these things that we feel him calling us to, um, when we align our hearts, um, as Mitch mentioned, um, with him. So, yeah, um, that's kind of where I want to land tonight. Um, do you have any last thoughts, Mitch? No, I think that's good. Ike. there's lots of thoughts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so god is with us god is with you um and um when he calls us to do something he doesn't leave us to do it on our own so yeah uh so yeah let's pray and uh, we'll close out so uh, father um i just thank you for an opportunity to chat and to talk about what are you calling us to do? That can be a confusing question at times, hard question to answer and a question that we spend a lot of time in prayer about. Um, and what is that? What if that you have for each one of us? And God, I just ask that you would guide and direct each one of us to that, whether it's big or small. Um, and that we would also be reminded just that we can act on it because you're with us. Um, you were with us in the battle. You're with us in, um, the pursuit of everything that you called us to. Uh, when our, we have our hearts aligned with yours. Um, and we thank you for that. And the blessing that it, that is. So God, um, thanks for teaching us well tonight. Um, and just the opportunity um, and privilege it is to um, learn, learn from you and what you have for us. And uh, we, Pray everything and pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ike. Um, it's really good. I like this. What if I? I feel like I had. I have more questions for you, but I didn't want to get too deep into some things. But um, <laughs> yeah, it'll be good for next week. And I don't know. Maybe we'll have to. It may have to have a questionnaire session. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we can week. do a questionnaire session in the, in the July or something. Yeah, I'd be. I'd be down for that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe stay tuned for that. We might have just teased something for you guys. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're going to have to answer the question. What if? Um, well, uh, I think I need to wrap this up so I can go to bed here shortly. I know you're like, this is way past your bedtime. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is good. Thank you, Ike. Uh, yep. Where can they find you and check you out? Yeah, you guys can find me on Ike's Flame on Instagram and YouTube. And you can also find me on the facebook yeah facebook that's what it's called um at isaac slaughter yep and you can find the outdoor family on uh instagram and facebook (laughs) and me uh mitchell slaughter on facebook and remember always stay anchored